In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The text for today is the text from Matthew chapter 5, which you've already heard. The Beatitudes, which are the blessed statements that Jesus makes in our gospel reading for today, are easy to go through quickly and not really give them a lot of thought. The poor in spirit will have the kingdom of heaven. Those who mourn will be comforted. The meek shall inherit the earth. Jesus comes to restore and reverse fallen creation, to restore and to make new what sin and death and hell have destroyed. And this, Jesus' first sermon in the Gospels, sets the stage for the kind of Savior that we have. But the Beatitudes are also not without their challenges. Christianity is not with a faint of heart. Jesus says, blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. I've often said that we are living in a time when we can and should and maybe are already expecting great pushback against the Christian faith. And here Jesus puts this front and center this morning. It's worth noting some of the other things that Jesus says about this throughout the Gospels. So let's take a quick tour. If the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. He says in another place, they will put you out of the synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he is offering service to God. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. There is more that we can find in the New Testament, but I think these few examples from the lips of Jesus suffice. And today, All Saints Day, is a good day to talk about this in particular because this is the path to sainthood. Jesus says, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. To be a saint is to be one who is made holy by the suffering and death of Jesus. St. Paul speaks of Christians being conformed to that life of Jesus, carrying the death of Jesus around in our flesh. To put it another way, Jesus warns you that you will absolutely suffer in this life. It is not a question of if, it is a question of when. But, at the same time, 
God, who governs all things for your good, uses that suffering to make you more like Jesus. He makes you holy, and he makes you righteous, not based on your own strength or worthiness, but on his suffering and death for you. You have been baptized into Jesus, and St. Paul says of you, do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus have been baptized into his death? Already in holy baptism, you were being conformed to the life of the crucified Savior. When your pastor marked you with the Holy Cross, both on your forehead and on your heart, that was a ceremonial way to show the reality of what baptism is. That in baptism, you have been linked to the death of Jesus, to the cross of Jesus. And at the font, you have died with Christ. And here's where the suffering comes in. Satan and the world, they hate that. They hate that about you. The world does not know you because it does not know Christ. The world rejected him, and so the world will reject you. Our first reading for today called This Life the Great Tribulation, not looking forward to some end times terrible suffering, but this life right here and now is the Great Tribulation, the time of great suffering and hardship, because that's what this life often is. We should expect to be called bigots and haters. We should expect to be mocked for being associated with Christ because that is how they treated Christ. We should expect to weep for those who we have lost and we love because Jesus also wept for his loved ones in their death as well. But the stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. You who belong to Jesus, you who have been baptized into him, have not been rejected by God. He has called you his children, and so you are. He has called you to be his saints, his holy ones, washed in the blood of Jesus. And so you are. Christianity is hard in that it comes with this suffering and rejection of the world. But Christianity is also the greatest joy that we could find this side of heaven because being a Christian is to be made a partaker in the resurrection of Jesus. You have been washed in the blood of Jesus. The Father sees you not as a sinner, but perfect, without spot or blemish or any such wrinkle, because you have been clothed in the royal robes of Jesus. You are righteous in his sight. You are holy. You are a saint of God by virtue of having been cleansed and redeemed by the blood of Jesus. And this means that though you will suffer in this life, though people may mock and berate you, what you are has not yet appeared.
The world sees you as attached to a death cult, but God sees you as his children. And this means, dear saints, that there is a day that is coming where God will come and he will shelter you with his very presence. You will no longer hunger and thirst for righteousness anymore because you will be satisfied. The sun will not strike you, nor any flame from hell will will scorch your skin because Christ Jesus has borne this suffering for you. Your shepherd will guide you to springs of living water and he will wipe every tear away from your eyes. In a few moments, we will remember those of our little fellowship who have died in the faith in this last year. And without a doubt, you will also think of your loved ones outside of our congregation whom you've lost in the last year or perhaps in the last several years. And it may be that this remembrance may cause you to shed tears of sorrow at their absence as you look at where they sat in the congregation and remember them sitting in that place. But dear saints, be comforted in knowing that right now they are with their Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and he has already wiped away all of their tears and one day he will come And he will wipe away your tears as well. And in that day, that day of unspeakable joy, you will be reunited again to those you love who have fallen asleep in Christ around the throne of the Lamb in his kingdom. But until that time, the Lord Jesus will continue to gather you around his throne here in this place, to satisfy your hunger and thirst for righteousness by feeding you his very body and blood. But you are not alone at the altar, separated from your loved ones who are up in heaven with Christ. For where Jesus is, that is where his people are. You will come to this table singing with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, And you will come here to where Christ gathers his flock into green pastures of living waters. And there, where Jesus gathers his people, there is no loss. In Jesus' name. And now the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus our Lord.